Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Pretty good. Children had a bad day, so that's why I'm ready early today. Yeah, everything's very dead at my work because nobody's working today. So <laughs> except me. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do this early. Early's Easter. good. Mm-hmm. You have plans for Easter? No. No. <laughs> We're gonna hang out. Um in my house, go to church. Pretty low key. Nothing too exciting. No, it's it's kind of hard. Even like when I was a kid, I had a hard time getting like real excited for Easter. Not even with the bunny. Like my parents never made a big deal out of the bunny. Oh, okay. And it's just like I don't know. It felt like it was a weird day. Like I should be excited, but there wasn't anything to be excited about. Like I don't know. It just felt like. Aww. It's a weird, awkward family thing. So I was mm. just like, I'm not a big fan of this. <laughs> One of my coworkers is um, from Vietnam, and so she doesn't, she didn't know what Easter was, and her in-laws were American. Couldn't explain it to her. I mean, like, how do you not know? It's kind of complicated. <laughs> well, well, it's not that complicated. But it is when you start factoring in bunnies and eggs and shit. And it's just like, this is kind of strange. Well, I mean, like, there's, there, it's, just like, it's just like Christmas. Like, you exactly. Can, and then you can that's strange too. Non, like, so there's some people who just celebrate Santa. They don't do it, have anything to do with the religious side of it. And then there's other people who have the religious side of it. But it's so. like explaining like it to somebody who has no concept of either it's like well there's this side and then there's this side none of these sides seem to have anything to do with the other but it's fine because that's how we do it i very easily explained it to her she's like oh that's pretty simple i was like yeah i was like from the religious side it's christ raising from the dead and i said from the uh non-religious side it's the bunny because it's springtime and, and he hides something eggs. to do with fertility and, and eggs. Like, where did he get the eggs from? That, you know, like just, I was like, it's literally like the it's like Santa. It's Easter's version of Santa. And she's like, cool, got it. So and children eat that like chocolate of effigies have... of the bunny, and it's just I don't know. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Like my thing is weird. like I don't really think it should be the bunny <laughs> that tips off kids more. Hopefully, you are not listening to this around children. That should tip kids off more because, like, have you ever seen an extremely huge um, bunny that hops around? They're kind of horrifying. And delivers candy. <laughs> like, it feels yeah. more logistically possible that there's this fat old man in a red jacket. It does. It does seem to stretch credibility. It feels like you could get that done. But the bunny, unless he's like a furry of some kind, you know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just, like, how do you not explain? 
that's just like she's like, I told her and she's like oh that makes a lot of sense so I was like see it's not hard she's like my in-laws don't know anything I'm like well there's your answer it was really cute <laughs> all right you made me watch some major trash this week and I want to it say, was so fucking trashy it was nowhere near I was like Vampire Diaries was nowhere near as trash as that television show don't you feel did. better about the Vampire Diaries now. I know except you never finished it <laughs> You quit in season four. I, t- I saw my out and I took it. I'm like, I watched Lost. I held up to my end of the bargain. Oh, I no. watched all this I'm crap the TV. Right on time for Easter. <laughs> what a freaking hot mess of a television show. The you ultimatum know, on Netflix, you guys, you guys. Callie's messy. Callie makes me watch messy stuff. It's just, it was just mess. It was so much mess. It was like he started out, you're like, I kind of like these people. And then they like, no, they're all terrible. I hate these people. They're all terrible. <laughs> well, the concept in it, the, of itself, problematic. Because the pro- like, concept, you already know it's going to be bad when the concept is just like, yikes. So the concept, then again, Love is Blind is kind of yikes, too. So I don't well, know. Well, yeah, but like Love is Blind is like, hi, meet a perfect stranger, live with them for a couple weeks, and then decide if you want to get married. I feel like that's a cleaner. This is like, like cleaner, come cheat on your boyfriend. Basically. <laughs> so your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't want to marry you. You, uh, you issue them the ultimatum. We either get married or break up. Part of the process is to date someone else and live with them for three weeks. Because that's, and then you go back to your partner and live with them for three weeks. And then at the end of this, the, the person who was issued the ultimatum will know their choice. And I'm like, don't you feel like maybe if you're going on this television show, there's your, your answer. answer? <laughs> Here's my thing. I don't believe in ultimatums anyhow. Like either you want to get married or you don't. And if that's a deal right. breaker, it's time to part ways. I mean, I agree. Like, I'm trying to, I was like, re- I think there's a, like I was saying, I think there's a fine line between like be having an agreed upon time frame versus an ultimatum. Being like, oh yeah, no, agreed hey, upon time frame, being like, you know what, I'm not ready now. Right, but, not ready you know, now. Or just saying, I am ready. Like, and next I would year, like- we'll, we'll revisit this again. Right. Like, or- that's fine. Or say, I'm ready. The person that you are in a relationship with is ready. But, like, if we haven't gotten this done by whenever, set a date, then maybe we should, like, chat, you know? Like, I had that kind of conversation with Nick because we were ring shopping. And I was like, like, I don't want to ring shop for two years. You know what I mean? Like, if we're not married by, you know, December of 05 or whatever it was, or if we're not engaged by December of 05, I was like, then something's going on and we'll probably have to chat. And he's like, I agree with that. That's fine. That's not an ultimatum. That's just no, like that's, that's just forward movement. Talking. Right. But like, he was already <laughs> on board the whole getting married train. So issuing someone an ultimatum, is that like kind of like forcing them? I mean, it does, and do you really want to spend the rest of your life with somebody knowing you had to basically force them like, into it? Like you had to like convince them, and like I don't know, I I'm kind of all over the place with the whole dating someone. Like, okay, Nick and I broke up twice, but like the two times we broke up, we didn't date other people. They were reasonably short breakups, but 
one of the breakups really served to like especially on his side like oh no I want to marry this girl you know what I mean so it wasn't like a bad breakup we just took time apart and that helped solidify decisions so I don't I don't have an initial problem with like hey let's take some time apart let's you know figure out what we really want you know in that time are we really broken up yes you can date someone else whatever and you just kind of leave it open but like communication is key (laughs) right like you gotta like everyone's got to be clear on the terms and I feel like so okay so these couples were kind of doing that but like a lot of the people who were like oh they issued an ultimatum were super confident that their significant other wasn't going to fall for anybody else just say April if you mean April right April (laughs) and I'm like well, here's the thing. I read this BuzzFeed article. They talked to April, they talked to Jake, and they talked to uh, Madeline. Right. And Jake was like, here's the thing. We were going to go on a cruise. I was planning to propose to her on the cruise, to April, on the cruise. But we had to cancel the cruise because we were going to go on the show instead. What? And I'm like, oh, and he's like, I didn't realize what it was until we were there. <gasps> she didn't tell him? Or I don't know what was going on, but it was... Well, the communication was a real... There was there was something going on wrong, but it was like it made it seem so like kind of sketchy and hedgy, you know? Like She was sketch. That chick was sketch. I was like... Like, I like her, but like at the same time, she drove me a little crazy. She was super irritating. <laughs> I didn't like her at all. Here's the one I found most irritating. Alexis. Is that the one that got... That one that Colby wasn't attracted to and she oh, like, right. was like, that's you know like what? a personality like, flaw. What was the chick from the first season of the um, Love at First Sight? Yes, yes. Uh, Jessica? Jessica. She was their Jessica. Well, yeah, that was totally. crazy too because they go, they go on this show and it's the night they're going to pick the other person they're going to live with. And her boyfriend, so, like, this is your boyfriend or girlfriend choosing someone else to live with for three weeks because they're doing, like, a trial run to see if they really want to be with you. And nobody is, like, matching up to... To her. To her. So, like, she's like, I don't know who I'm going to pick. And, like, Col- she's like she, this Colby guy, she, like, was like, oh, you know, I think you're very attractive. And he was, like, because they only have, like, a couple days to, like, make these decisions. And he was like, yeah, I'm not interested. And she's like, what? Okay. She was like pissed at him for the whole. She was so pissed. (laughs) And like the next day, she's like, we need to have a conversation about this. And he's like, well, I kind of feel like. We already did. You did that. (laughs) And she's like, well, all you said was that you, you, you didn't want to, you know, live with me. And he's like, yeah, I prefer to just, you know, leave it at that. And so it's like, she drills down on him. And finally, he's like, okay, fine. I'm not attracted to you. And she was like, you are such an asshole. I cannot believe it. And I'm like. He is just. A, he's, she would go around to all the other women. Colby is the worst. He is yes. so toxic. And it was just like, he just didn't find just you attractive. didn't find you attractive. And you're pissed that he doesn't find you attractive. So we're <laughs> getting towards man. people picking people. And then all of a sudden, her boyfriend stands up and is like, will you marry me? And they're like, okay. And they get engaged. And like they're like still right engaged. That was it. I was like, why did you go on the show? I'm so confused. Well, and then the other couple, like the girl from the other couple, Lauren and Colby, yeah. they seemed to be like a really good fit. And they were totally gonna pick each other. 
and like I guess her boyfriend saw this like mm. he literally just like seconds before like said to somebody else I'm gonna pick you yeah but then he, he saw like, like yeah. what's going on with Colby and Lauren and he yeah. was like no no wait Uh-oh. a minute yeah Proposal. which is how Colby ended up with April because neither one of them really matched up to anybody else so they just ended up with each other and that's right. why Colby went and right like well, yeah, hooked up with some chicken. Right. And, okay. Yeah. So all right. So I hope everybody's clear on the on the on the setup. I'm not even clear on I it, but let's continue. Just truly feel <laughs> like you're just like my dad had always said you're either gonna break up or you can get married. I mean it's true. Like I understand some people don't want to be married and they just like to be in like long term relationships with like no paperwork, you know. I get that, so that's a third option. But for the most part, you're gonna either break up or get married. So I don't have a problem with someone saying I want to get married, and but then like respecting that this other person doesn't. Like you shouldn't have to convince them, right? That and feels, that's like a lot of the weird. family's reactions. They were like, "Seriously, you're going on a television show to convince this person to marry you? Like he sh- he or she should be." so excited to marry you can't wait like that's that's the kind of person you deserve and I was like preach mom most of the time it was like yeah so I just I don't under what I think is really going on is you have couples who are not compatible and they're more scared of being alone than being in the wrong relationship yeah they think they have to have somebody yeah, they don't want to be alone, which I, I get that that can be daunting. I think the whole planet's set up for people who are in relationships. It's hard oh, to be yeah. single. There's this huge bias towards... It's crazy. You have but to like, have somebody. Right. So I get that. You know, I get that that's not fun. But it's worse. It's worse being married to somebody who's not right for you. It's bad. It's really bad. You do not want that hot mess. So, like, the good thing about this show is, like, Nick Lachey and um, what's her name? What's his wife's name? Vanessa. Vanessa were like, hey, we're saving you a divorce. Nick Lachey was like, (laughs) wish I had this show first time around, you know? Well, I think it was really funny that she kept talking about his marriage with Jessica Simpson and how Oh, my God. That was. that was hilarious. It was like you couldn't tell, like, is Nick cool with this? Probably not that she's bringing this up, but whatever. Because, like, that's what hit the headlines. Vanessa Lachey talking about his marriage. and But it was good to hear, like, because it was it, like they both he had, they had a, real a perspective issue. on this. Yeah. yeah, he had a real issue with marriage and understandably so. And she had an issue with him having this super public divorce. So like they took some time apart and dated other people and then they realized, nope, you're the person for me. But that's not an ultimatum. That's two people making decisions. Yeah, maybe they need to not call the show the ultimatum because that just sounds it's really yeah. So like at the end of this essentially six week process, you're supposed to decide whether or not you want to get married or not. And I'm just like if you if you have to think about it this much, no. You do not want to get married. Don't right. do it. Well, and there were some people I'm like, I'm not even sure how you made it this far in a relationship. Oh, I know. You're like, how do married. you guys even stand each other? I don't get it. No, I, I mean, every time I'm on one of these shows and I watch these shows, all I ever hear is, I want someone to love me for me. I want someone who's going to be there for me when I get old. I want someone to be- It's all me focused. And yes. listen, guys, oh my God. is not me focused at all you are literally 
tying yourself to another person for the rest of your life, hopefully. And the point of it is that you are taking your life and focusing it on that person. You should want to get married because you want to take care of this person. You want this person to feel loved. I think a lot of people are looking for self-fulfillment from outside of themselves and that really can't happen. And I really don't think that that's necessarily the point of marriage is like, you need to find somebody who's going to, who's going to love you and take care of you. It's like, yeah, that's, that's an added bonus, but like, it should be, the focus should be, I have found this person that I am crazy about. Can't imagine spending another day without them. And I just want to love and take care of them for the rest of my life. And, hopefully, and, that's, and that's, that's really it because I, yeah. that's how I knew that Kyle and I needed to get married was because I realized I don't want to not be with this person every day for the rest of my life. Right. Like I was, really I was what... afraid of the reality of us having to go our separate ways because of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I mean, it's really like, <laughs> try picturing your life without this person. And if that terrifies you, that's a pretty good, solid yes. clue. That and you that was exactly want... it for me. Yeah. Right. You're like, okay, I think this is the dude. Or do that. I just, <laughs> I just hear so, I mean, most of the time because they have classic narcissists on this TV show. So it, on these TV yeah. shows, so it's not this like totally true. nuts that all we hear about is me, 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 me. But I feel like sometimes even in discussions with people, not on TV shows. I just hear, I want somebody to, you know, who's going to love me. And yeah, like, that's great. You should, you should have that in your life, but you shouldn't need that. You know what I mean? Like love yourself first. And then you find this other person and them loving you is kind of an extra bonus, you know? Well, yeah. I don't know. So I just, it's, I it's have more like about partnership. Whole... And I think our culture has a very much of a lean towards I'm the main character all the time. Right. And nobody is is in here for supporting each other. That They're is a very good way of center stage. Yes, it's very good way of framing it. Like everybody's focused on being the star and the main character, but really marriage is you're you're both supporting roles. Correct. There is no main. It's an There's no star. There's no main <laughs> character. Really, if you're in a functioning marriage, and I would talk about this a lot in the Arrow reviews. Like, I don't think marriage is 50-50. I think there's an ebb and a flow to it. I think oh, totally. You know what? Like, sometimes I give 60, Nick gives 40. Sometimes Nick's given 90 and I'm given 10. You know, it's well, like. And a lot of it is trusting that, hey, when I'm only getting 30% and I'm giving 70, that there's going to be a time where that's going to turn around and I know that they're going to give me the 70% and I. I'm going to only have to give 30, you know, right. Like, you yes. know, the, you pendulum, trust. the pendulum will swing. Yes. So, that, so it feel, it, it feels balanced in the overall scale of your life with this person. Correct. And clearly people get into trouble in marriage when that is not what happens. No. If somebody feels they give more all the time. Then you run into a lot of it trouble. It tragically happens a lot. And it happens a lot. And there's a lot of resentment, which is why you need to go into the marriage with the right attitude because Correct. it's very, it's, a, it's supposed to be a selfless, I mean, vocation is the only word I can come up with, which <laughs> I know is super Catholic, but like that's the way it's like you're choosing this way of life. Yeah. And you're devoting yourself to this person. So it's, it's, it's not, and it's not, 
it's not for the pain of heart. No, you know? it's not for everybody either. Trust me. There are plenty of people I firmly believe, like, it's okay to be single. It's okay to not get married. Like, I don't feel like this is, like, everybody's destined to be with somebody. I think I think the Lord loves wondrous variety. And there's some people who, are, it's like, no, your plan is to be single and do your single thing and live your life that way and I think and that, there's fine. nothing wrong with that I think our yeah. society needs to get less coupley focused so those people feel well, we have to stop pushing this these very binary views on on our lives but you only have to you have to do this yeah there's this, only this certain option this, this you know and it's just like not surprisingly on this show is mostly women issuing the ultimatum to their boyfriends Except in the case of Colby and Madeline. Except with Colby and Madeline, Colby issued the ultimatum. Colby was Colby was ready to go. And I actually think this is, and maybe this is like really old fashioned of me for saying this, but what's kind of funny about these kind of ultimatums is this is the one part in the process, really, when you're thinking about weddings, that the man controls. Yeah. This is it. This, true. this is one. He decides when he buys the ring. And when you get married. Now, I know, you guys, I know the women can propose to. I get that. I'm just saying all these chicks on this show weren't going into this with, I, I want, I'm going to propose I want to be proposed to. They want to be proposed to. They want the ring. So this is all about trying to get him to buy a ring and get down on one knee. So I'm just, it's, so this is like, a lot of these women, like, they were, had a lot of control in the relationship and this is this is an area in which they don't have control and so they're waiting for their significant other to make this step and the significant other's like nah and as you delve more into these relationships you're like absolutely none of these people should be getting married <laughs> like it was a horror show i'm like this is it was pretty it was pretty yeah when was the last time you checked kyle's phone like, well check it and that was one of the things in this in this interview I saw on BuzzFeed where she was like, this is just something we do. Right. I was, no. I was looking at his phone and I'm like, that's not. I don't like, do that. I would sometimes like use his phone if he, like, he's like, here, open this app, you know, while he's driving or whatever. Like, we'll do that. But like, right. I don't just like walk by and pick up his phone and start snooping on his and, head. Yeah, I'm talking like. <sighs> Not like, oh, I have to borrow his phone to make a phone call. I'm talking like opening it up and snooping. When do you ever, have you, you ever, do you ever do that? I do not. Of course not. Because the the foundation of a marriage is trust. This is why you don't fuck with trust. Like the minute you start screwing around with trust in a marriage, it's not good. That is very hard to rebuild. But these people are looking at each other's phones. And like this April chick was super jealous. And I'm like, then why did you bring him on a show? Where he was going to literally date somebody else for three weeks. If you're again, worried about him cheating. Again in the BuzzFeed article, she went into this literally thinking, we're going to be America's sweetheart couple. Oh, like, Lord. She really thought they were going to be couple goals for everybody. That he was just going to be so devoted to her and he was going to miss her. And apparently they all had like access to their phones the whole time during, during the whole experiment. Mm-hmm. And she was texting him constantly, he said. Wow. And he wasn't. I uh-uh. mean, if you've ever met a guy who's, like, not into it. It was gay. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and she's a lot. 
she's very talkative and very pushy and kind of domineering and he's kind of a chill no I get it opposites attract and his mom loved her right the mom okay I am a firm believer and you can check in with me later in the years here Cal if I hold to this but like (laughs) parents should not get involved in the process of choosing your child your child choosing their spouse Mind your business. If they ask you for advice, give sure, advice. Give the advice. But I wouldn't like put a firm vote down on anybody. Just be like, we just want you to be happy. Do what makes you happy. And then be supportive of that choice. This mom was out so hard for April. And I'm like, <laughs> Truly you're not though. marrying her. You don't meet, you're not living with her 24-7. I'm glad that you guys like to go shopping and you know he he's made so many memories with her and you've bonded with her. I mean, I had that happen. I liked I liked one of my boyfriend's mothers more than I liked him. Like if I could <laughs> have figured out a way to marry this guy, I totally would have because I just adored his mother. She was wonderful. I talked to her more than I talked to him. But I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. We're I'm just gonna be miserable. I I I'm just like I, I very much approve of my parents' approach to the whole matter. They were pretty chill, like in the sense that they were they weren't mean, but there was a cool, a cool demeanor. It was like, hi, nice to meet you, your boyfriend, that's great. Like, we'll get serious about you when she gets serious about serious about you. Like, very friendly, but like not in the inner circle. And then once the ring showed up, then it's come into the inner circle. But they only yeah. did that because I made the choice because I was like, no, this is going to be my person. And once they were like, oh, okay, we're on board. No questions asked. So I just, the mom, parents need to be less involved is all I'm saying. Like that doesn't really help anything. And I know that these people were like, oh, I really need advice from my mom. But I'm like, it's okay to talk to them and okay to talk to them, like, but, like ask for advice them. on things, but right, like, but like they, sh- you shouldn't need them to tell you who right. you should marry. Exactly. That's not like, how. That's not how that goes. No. Agree. Agree. Come talk to me when Lauren's. Now I know you were kind of like all these guys were too young to be thinking about marriage. Well, the women too. I mean, everybody was like early twenties, and it was just like okay, but also, like. You and I both got married really young. Yes. But we're pretty much anomalies, especially. Oh, I know. Nobody age. gets married at no. 24 anymore. And some of these women were acting like, this is my last chance. And I'm like, oh, it's not. But... Like, girl, you're 25. <laughs> it's fine. You got a solid decade before the eggs really start to dry up. So, like, don't worry you got about some it. time. Let's just, like, you don't need, like, if you. If you are concerned that this is never going to be something he wants, you don't want to date for eight years for it not to go anywhere. Right. That I get. That's yes. when you have the conversation and right. fish or cut bait, you know. But, yeah, like being yeah, like, I at mean, 23 and being like, we have to get married and start having babies right now. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and I totally there. understood a lot of the dudes being like, I don't. I'm not ready <laughs> for that. Financially, I'm not ready. Like, the ring is, like, all these, here's what I love. All these chicks want some four carat Ben Affleck green diamond, <laughs> yeah. and they act like these dudes just have this cash sitting around. I'm like, do you have any idea how much a ring costs? It's obscene. So even if they wanted to get married to you, it's going to take them a while to cobble together the money for it. Calm down, you know, like let the man breathe. 
but it seemed like really generally most of the boyfriends were just like I'm not really just not super hyped up about getting married which I was like okay cool I think you guys came to your decision a while ago and you really don't need the show you're just having a hard time pulling the trigger pull the trigger yeah Mm -hmm. I'm all for the fish or cut bait conversation if this is going anywhere do you envision marrying me someday and they couldn't even answer to someday oh yeah that's a that's a big problem it was like it wasn't even a if I got married I'd want it to be her type of thing. It was no, like yeah. I don't even know if I ever want to see this person again in my life. You know, maybe, like <laughs> maybe it was like there was one where they were like, "Oh, we really do see each other having a future, but they disagree about kids." Yeah, remember that couple? That was the Lauren. That was Lauren. And Lauren was like, "I'm not so much about having kids, which is a fine lifestyle decision," you know. And he really, really wanted kids. So he literally came on the show to try to meet other women who wanted to have kids. Which, trust me, buddy, that's not going to be a hard find for you. You don't need to go on a reality show yeah, like, to a find a woman but okay. who's going to want to have your babies. It's going to be okay. But then, like you said, Colby showed some interest in Lauren. And he just was like, he just proposed right there. And everybody was like, even Nick Lachey was like, wait. I and thought- he was the one that gave her the ultimatum. Yeah, he gave her the really ultimatum. really weird. Yeah, there were two guys who gave the ultimatum. There was Colby and... This guy. Matt, yeah, I can't remember his name. Colby and Madeline, Marilyn, whatever his girlfriend was. And then this dude, I can't remember his name, and his girlfriend, Lauren. So... They just like, and she's like, oh my gosh, yes. And she's sobbing. And when like, she said that, I was like, what the? I'm like, what the <laughs> fucking hell is going on? Even Nick Lachey was like. Everybody's um, just like jaw on the floor. Yeah. He was like, did y'all figure out the kids thing? Because I didn't see that happen within the last five minutes. Because that's pretty much what just happened. I'm like, everybody was like, what are you doing? They got super defensive. And I was just like, and like, they kept ragging on their engagement. And I was like, what a terrible story (laughs) to tell your kids. It's pretty terrible. It's not, oh, we got engaged on a nationally televised reality TV show. And people like ragged on Everybody was like, this is And argued with us after. It was just. (laughs) So I guess they went to counseling, which again, why didn't you just do that? They were like, oh, we don't think the show is really for us. Because we really feel like we're perfect for each other. It's just this one issue. So why did you come so on? why did you go on the show? So then they went to, like, one counselor. And they've agreed to have one kid and see how that goes. See, my thing with that stuff Because is, that doesn't work for me. Here's the thing. No. Kids aren't, uh, oh, it's easy if it's just one type of a or situation. Or let's just try one and see how it goes. Yeah, like, no, 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 It's a whole ass person, you guys. What's going to happen is, is she's going to have this kid, and she's going to be miserable, and she's going to resent the child. The child's mm-hmm. going to internalize that and carry it into adulthood and inflict that wound upon some other part unsuspecting. This is how you get generational trauma. Like, my, my God, mother didn't want not. me is a legit thing that comes up in therapy. Uh-huh. I just, and, like, it was literally she doesn't want to have to take care of a kid. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, that's fair. They are, they require a significant amount of time and attention. Well, especially from the woman, you know. Oh, my God, yeah. And then she was also like, I'm not super hyped up about having the baby. 
Yeah, she doesn't want to be pregnant. She doesn't want to be pregnant. And I'm like, these are all fine things to not this want. These are all very fair. But, like, you have to decide how firm you are in it. Was she willing to sacrifice him? I guess not. I guess he was not. like, oh, I feel... All of a sudden, he just flipped a switch, and he's like, oh, no, I, I want her more than I want children. But then all of a sudden, they go to therapy, and she's agreed to have a kid. And then she agreed like, to have a kid. still an issue, clearly. I'm like, this isn't great. This isn't great, guys. This isn't great. <laughs> Nothing here is great. <laughs> the ones that I actually liked were Jake and... Oh, Ray. The, Ray. They were but cute. apparently they fell apart afterward. You watched the reunion, right? I did. I was very disappointed that they fell apart. Because I love that he says to I love that he says to April, you know, I'm not like running off with Ray here. And then he goes and, and then he runs, runs off. <laughs> I thought like from a personality standpoint and everything, I think they actually really gelled together. So I did. So I don't know exactly how it fell apart. Of course, listening to, to Ray, he's like, Yeah, it fell apart because you were over my place screwing me all the time i'm like okay yeah so it seems like she got back again what was the here's the other thing i'm really having a hard time with with the appeal of some of these dudes i'm like why do you want to marry him i'm not seeing it i don't get it i mean i get it's a personal choice but like with zay i was like i don't i don't understand what is the deal why is there I think some people like confuse great sex with great love. I think that does happen a lot, especially in your twenties. Again, you I know? blame our culture. You know, it kind yeah, of yeah. It's like mm, just because you have great sexual chemistry does not mean that you are meant to be. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is. I think she honestly was addicted to the sex. Yeah, and that seems to be the problem. Whereas with Jake, he his personality was more towards the, the was i not right that there was like so many twists and shocking moments in that reunion i that just like, was like what they getting up and walking out was like wasn't even the most shocking thing it was like yeah that's about what i expected okay i couldn't get my brain wrapped around the fact that colby 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 and what's her name i need to figure out her name because we're gonna madeline madeline okay colby and madeline madeline did not want to get married she did not want to get married did not want to have kids none of that and 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 like you know how like sometimes you listen to couples fight and they have the same fight over well, and, and the way over. she would talk to him and about him she hated him yeah she hated him i was like it was just they had the same fight over and over and over again. So Colby didn't get to pick, really pick the person that he wanted to live with. He got stuck with April. He wanted to live with Lauren, and then Lauren decided to marry, you know, her future Next baby year. daddy. You're right. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so he decided that the solution to this problem would be to go out to a bar and hook up with some rando chick. But then, like, he kept that rando chick on the line for, like, three weeks. They were, like, messaging. And he also told Madeline when she found out about it that he was doing it for her. Which I was like, oh, Colby. Because mm. he kept, because he was like, you said that you needed this to be real. And she was like, you're the one who issued the ultimatum. Like, she's like, I was fine with you going on the show and dating other people within the show, but not not just picking out some rant. See, then she was like, but see, then you're trying to, like, set the parameters in which the cheating is cool. Like, yeah. like she was like, they, I'm fine. Neither of them looked Neither one great. of them looked great, okay? Like, <laughs> she was like, I'm fine with you hooking up with somebody who's, like, signed the, sh- the contract with the show, but you can't who's, who's hook been up with signed somebody. by Netflix. Right, signed by Netflix, but you can't hook up with Rando down the street at the bar. I was like, what's the difference? I was like, seriously, which I think was what Colby was at. Like, what's the difference? 
So you want me to actually hook up with somebody who I potentially would be attracted to, whatever, have an emotional connection with, which is why he kept, I think, the chick on the line for the next, for the three weeks. I don't know. But they thought about this, you guys. They thought about it. And it looked like they were done. I mean, it really I looked mean, like they were done. It was the most exhausting because, like, it was like what she was looking for him to say is, I did this of my own volition. I didn't do this for you. Right? That you was had nothing point. to do with me deciding. You to had do nothing this. to do with me going down the street to the bar and hooking up with Rando. But even though you were currently shacked up with the guy, you were shacked hot up with a guy from, from the moment you stepped out. Right, and you're annoyed he won't sleep with you, but that's neither here nor there. So, (laughs) but then he like they would get to that point, but then like he would say, "No, I did it for you. I did you. I did what you asked." And like it would start all over again. You told me you need to be real. No, you. I was like, I can't listen to you two fight about this anymore. This is like a dark black hole that we're never going to get out of. And you're like, they're not going to get married. They're super done. She's like, I just can't trust him. I can't be with someone who, like, never thinks they're wrong. But his point to her was like, you're hypercritical. And she admitted she's super critical. I was and like, he also called her out on being drunk the whole time. Like, yeah, you're, and then you're... she was plowed all the time. I'm like, this is just a nightmare. I was like, this is the nightmare. So you're like, okay, you get to the final episode. And they're like, of course, the dipshit proposes because he's the one who issued the ultimatum but you're like come on Madeline find your spine and she's like yes I don't know what it is is it being on TV and then he was like let's get married right now and she's like yes and I'm like oh this is terrible I was like yeah so then they get literally get married and she's like well I just said yes so why wouldn't I do it right after I'm like because I don't maybe know. Because Colby be didn't want you to have second thoughts. Right. Pretty much. It's kind of like where I was saying. <laughs> and she didn't want to have second thoughts. So she yeah. just did it. Okay. Stupid. Then they show up on the reunion show. And, girl, and she's seven months pregnant. Seven months pregnant. Now, keep in mind that this reunion was filmed six months after filming. So she had to get pregnant. So she had to get pregnant before the show was done. Correct. I didn't and my hypothesis is that's why she said yes. She knew she was pregnant when she said now, yes. Now, in their little BuzzFeed thing, she was like, oh, no, that was afterward. You know, I found out like a week or two afterward. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, honey, that don't match up. That you know? Don't mess with Callie and calendars <laughs> and pregnancy. She's I'm disaster. not buying your bullshit. Because yeah, something no. went from like the night before when you're like, we're done, we're over. To the next day, yes, I'll marry you right now. I'm like, mm, mm, this suspicious, isn't suspicious. Up. And they're like, oh, everything's amazing. Marriage is amazing. We can't really fight with each other because it was like we're in the relation. I, it sounded like I was glad things are going well, but I'm like, are we just like crazy and like pregnant? I think blog? they were doing the Instagram, Facebook relationship thing. Oh no, we don't have any problems. We're perfect. Yeah, we just amazing. love each other so much. Well, maybe that leads to more likes and more advertising deals or whatever these people are going after. <clears throat> I was hey, like, okay, my, I about died when I forget which one it was, Nick or Vanessa Lachey, um, asked her like, and it's Col- baby's Colby's, right? Yeah! I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they just said that. <laughs> Vanessa Lachey is just. <laughs> 
the best. That girl. <laughs> like, it's like Nick is totally all- along for the paycheck. It's like, whatever, man. But like, she's like, let's talk. It's like, girl, what is going on? And she will ask the question that you're everyone's thinking at home. Yes. She'll ask it. <laughs> It's hilarious. No shame. No, she doesn't. She's like, let's just get down and dirty. Well, and then, okay, so back to Jay and... and yeah, and Jay. there's a revelation there. So Jesus then they Christ. were like, oh, you know, well, no, we didn't go on the trip. We felt that would be insensitive. I was like, okay. And then she's like, I've only been dating one person. And she, and I about fell off my chair. This is a great part for me to seg off my chair into saying that I heard somewhere and I don't remember like is this a fever dream or is this something I've actually heard (laughs) but I've heard that the second season of the ultimatum is going to have all queer couples so like men women men women you know like yeah and I'm like oh so you're gonna take the world's messiest reality (laughs) dating show and make it so much goddamn messier. I can't wait. I'm going to watch. Oh, my God. It, I, I was just like, what, wait a minute. What is happening? And she was like, yeah. I was just very uncomfortable with the fact that I'm bisexual. I'm like, well, that's fine. But, like. Wow. I'm like, shouldn't this have come up at some point? Like, why were they dropping all these bombs in the reunion? My I was just God. like, I whatever. I was, I, I, we okay. had all these other episodes to bring some of this shit up. I know. I'm like, we literally just did. And they were long episodes. Like, they this, were. these were our episodes, and you felt every You felt every minute goddamn of it. Minute. You're like, this is. <laughs> I'm never escaping from this. I watched, like, multiple episodes on the last day because I was like, I need it to be done. <laughs> I did too because I I had a headache and I wasn't feeling like working out and Nick was like what are you doing I was like I can't even like tell you about this show it's so (laughs) this show is so bad I was like Callie's making me watch it it's the Vampire Diaries I and I watched it you owe me four more seasons of the Vampire Diaries for that bullshit nope sorry yes you do (laughs) I like oh it was rough it was rough so yeah, watch that, guys. Um, also, like, don't take any life lessons away from it. Oh that, no! Like, when you're take, use it as a cautionary tale. If nothing please else. don't issue ultimatums. Just have a general conversation with your communication other. Good. Just be like, do you see us ever getting married someday? And if the answer is no, that answer is not going to change. That's not something, especially if you've been dating long enough. Like, here's my thing. And you also, are if you, you are. Like, 22 23 and be like yeah there's that too i mean my thing is oh i have to change this 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 and this and i'm like okay you can fake it for three weeks on a tv show but you are who you are yeah so you either like that person or you don't and most of these people they didn't even really like each other anymore i did not feel a lot of affection no it was rough it was really rough so it was was actually i can't believe that they found a messier TV show than Love, then is, Love is Blind, but they but did Love, Makes is, blind, Love yeah. is Blind look so goddamn wholesome by comparison. I mean, it really does. It looks like a like a fairy tale in comparison. It's it's the trashiest goddamn it's show. The trashiest. Although, do you remember way back, like in the two thousands, a show called Temptation Island? Yeah, <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> 
We'd actually watched that. That was a pretty fucking messy TV show. That's where they would take couples and bring them to like this island place and be like, okay, are you going to stay with your boyfriend or girlfriend? Are you going to go off and check up with this person? Like, it was literally, I don't even remember like how it was done, but I just remember being like, this is the trashiest show. I've ever heard of in my life and I feel like this is right up there it sounds like it's right up there everybody's been tweeting like old school Elicity pics today and it just makes me feel things everybody's in their feels everyone's in their feels so the guy the showrunner for Bridgerton's been uh tweeting script pages yeah I just saw that I'm excited so this one the last one he just did was the bee sting that was beautiful beautiful I do agree with him that Johnny had a lot more emotion Johnny was great Johnny's just like a whole ass sex machine I don't Johnny's know what going to say. places man I love that guy. I love that man <laughs> and he can sing oh he's just he's everything yeah he's, he's just hot. everything it's amazing what one haircut can do or a wig it is like just shave the they just shaved burns. it back a little bit oh my god it was just he's the actual human perfection he was did, just did we ever talk about the featheringtons for that season, for the second season, like their look or just like general plot line, because I heard a lot of people were complaining about the feathering tents. Oh yeah, well I think we kind of discussed we a little bit of it okay. last week. Okay, just that a lot of people are like, oh, it's extra nonsense, but like, I don't fine. think so. It was fine. It's fine. It's fine. I've heard a lot of rumblings that next season is actually going to be Colin and Penelope, and I'm not super wild about it because a i want my benedict and sophie but b i also feel like penelope and colin they need to need some time apart they need to grow up man yeah they're both children i would have totally been down for a more separated pollen next season maybe they don't interact as much well, and he needs to get over this whole Marina thing. Like, oh, what's know. that about? Why is he so hung up on this chick? I don't like, know. She I literally like... tried to trick you into marrying her. She's not that great. Like, she's not that, <laughs> she's not that great. I don't like Marina. I'm sorry. Like, I I'm... don't really like Marina either because when she Awful. started being kind of schemey, I was like, I'm not feeling it. And then no, people sit there I'm and like, say, no. people no. sit there and say they hate Penelope because of all the terrible things she's done and I'm like like what I know like, we're like what? Penelope stands so it's like it just doesn't work with us well and it's just like honestly it when it boils to down me. to it I feel like a lot of people's Penelope hate is because she's fat maybe I feel like I I absolutely feel like it because their their reasons for hating her are so flimsy. Yeah. I had somebody like trying to argue with it, about it with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just don't understand why. And they tried to like, well, this is why. And I'm like, but actually this, that that's not what happened. This is what happened. And they're <laughs> like, or I just have an opinion and this is my, I'm like, fine. Okay. Like, you hate her because. <laughs> I'm like not invested in like order of story at all. So I'm fine. Maybe they just want to yeah. like, clean up the pollen mess and just like make her a staple of the Bridgerton family I don't know another reason that I think a lot of people are are curious is that Lady Whistledown has a role to play 
in the evolution of Benedict and Sophie's story. Mm. Now, obviously that can be changed for yeah. the season or whatever, but a lot of people are concerned that because once Colin and Penelope get married, they're expecting her to stop being laid a whistle down because that's what happened in the books. Mm. So everybody's like, if they do them first, then we won't have Lady Whistledown being instrumental in the whole Sophie thing. And I'm like, Ugh. or she it does never seem stop. weird. But... That really doesn't seem like that's going to be a thing that happens, that she stops being Lady Whistledown. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that, I actually think it's more interesting if the Bridgertons use that as a tool. I think it would be interesting to see it continue on with right. all the Bridgertons in the know. In the know, exactly. Might be kind of fun. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like one of those, you know, is it more fun for people to know that Oliver was the arrow? Yeah. I think it might be kind of like that. Well, the reason why I think they're doing this is because that they're pushing up pollen is because the strife with Eloise is at its worst. And they yeah. want Colin to want to be with Penelope when her relationship with Eloise is a disaster zone. And they're yeah. angry with each other. Because then again, you get to mine more drama out of that. Like if Eloise is totally cool with Penelope and, and everything, like it just doesn't add. Well, like, and, and I wonder how they're going to play that too. Because so Penelope, Eloise, and um, Francesca's stories all kind of like overlap each other to a degree. Interesting. And so like what causes Eloise's story to start is Penelope and Colin getting married. Interesting. Like, she runs away, essentially. She doesn't ever characterize it. I was not running away. You, you ran away, bitch. You ran away, honey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 100% what she did. <laughs> she goes, runs off because she feels a way about being the lone spinster now that her friend is married. Oh, yeah. I thought and we were like, supposed to be rejoicing in our spinsterhood. That was uh, she was fine rejoicing as long as Penelope was a spinster too. But. See, I think that's a lot of it with her. I think it's fine. It's, things are fine as long as Penelope is always miserable. and As know, long as she can be just a little bit above Penelope. She feels better than Penelope. Yeah. The trick with finding a good friend is finding a friend that is is there for you in the bad times and there for you in the good times. It is rare well, to find both. And you don't want to find someone that's only ever interested in one-upping you. Right. No competitiveness. No. It's, it's really... Competitiveness and friendship is the most exhausting. Oh, it's so toxic. It's just super toxic. Because no, even if you're trying not to not get competitive, like you, and they are being competitive, you get sucked into it, you know? I've had people try to be competitive with me before. And I didn't find out until like after they were already mad at me because I was like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah. well, you did this. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I was completely like, oblivious to stuff too. Remember when I went through that whole show? Oh, yeah. And you were like, girl. Girl, like, get what? out. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I like, already what? experienced it by that point. And I was like, I recognize the signs. Run. <laughs> These are bad. This is bad. You're in a toxic relationship. <laughs> so I was like, I am. Which was even funnier because Nick said it first. And I was like, you're crazy. You didn't even listen to him. I didn't listen <laughs> to him. I was like, that's not what that is going on. He's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> it is 100%. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, I feel, I, I'm fine with them moving stuff around. I just, you know, you're, it's making me nervous with the moving stuff around. I'm getting nervous that they're not going to do um, Colin and Sophie. Benedict and Sophie. Benedict and Sophie. 
I heard somebody say, and I I haven't confirmed it, but then again, I also haven't like tried to confirm it. But somebody said that Julia Quinn, the gal who wrote the books initially, yeah, in, in an interview said that the only request she made when she signed over rights was that they keep all the the couples from each of the as books. is, as is. Okay, well, so I'm like, I hope that's true. I hope that's true. I wouldn't because want them to mess with I that. I really loved Sophie so much. And I'm like, don't take her from me. Like, yeah. I feel at least a little better about Philip because we've seen him. Like, I know he exists, but I haven't seen Sophie yet. So I'm a little nervous. Yeah. And I want to see Michael and John Sterling. And I'm just like, there's all these other characters that, like, I'm going to feel a lot better once well, we see them. Well, a lot them. of them <laughs> introduced, you know. Yeah. But maybe they're sensing that Benedict is the fan favorite brother. So they're trying to like, and maybe they Draw just don't want to go in birth order because it's a little, it's a little. But that's how the books go. I know. <laughs> well, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't exactly because it goes, it goes D A B C. Oh, you're right. Because Daphne got married before. Yeah. H G. Yeah. Okay. I take that back. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but I'm fine with. Penelope and Colin at least getting things kickstarted a little heavier. I'm over this whole Colin and oh, I could never see Penelope. We need to like go through the whole Colin. Yeah, Penelope. Well, considering that that whole aspect of that their story happened in Benedict's story and they moved it up to happen in Anthony's story in the show. Yeah, that also makes me be like, okay, it's probably going to happen next season. Yeah, they they have. I think they have a plan for Lady Whistledown that is not in I hope the so. books. I'd like and to so see that moving things up and they're solidifying her place in the Bridgerton family. I hope so. It, it makes it makes sense. You have to keep Penelope part of the Bridgerton family, right? So she's part of it. She's not. She doesn't have her connection to Eloise anymore. There's there's Lady Whistledown, but like. How do you keep inserting her into the Bridgerton family if she doesn't have any like relationship connection to them anymore? It gets tricky. So now that, the, that Eloise has fallen apart, you raised a very up, good point. We can kick up the Colin stuff yeah. because then that creates a lot of conflict between Colin and Eloise. Does Eloise just tell him that she's Lady Whistledown? I don't know. You think she would? I like the way it was discovered in. Penelope and Colin's book though like he caught her going to her printer mm. and That's what, like, that, that would was, be a good way that was that was kind of like really cool in the book you know so I yeah. kind of like the idea of him discovering she's Lady Whistledown when they're not together too like I, yeah. I, I would like him to find that I out before think that's kind of, I think that's how it happened in this one he was like drawn towards her yeah and then he caught her, and then like, I think that's how it happened. I, I, I I'm might also be forgetting very like curious. Like I'm not a hundred percent they end up together next season either. I'm wondering if like they play out a little bit more, Colin falling for Penelope, and then maybe in season four. Like I'm expecting, I'm gonna, I'm expecting, I'm gonna at least see Sophie in the next season because she's supposed to meet Benedict at a masquerade ball. That's oh. how it happens. That's how the Cinderella thing starts. Damn it, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. I I'm, want it. I, I, I need would it. totally want that. That sounds I awesome. <laughs> Cinderella moment. 
give it to me. Yeah. Well, and maybe they're just trying to shy away from like, oh, this is this person's season. But I don't know how you ever get away from that. Because actually, no, because they said that it's going to be one sibling a season kind of format. Yeah, so I, see, like I say, I, I think you got to set up some. I think yeah. you got to have uh, Francesca's season launched. Like, not like her season of the show. I mean, yeah. like her They need to get that out. actress under contract, first of all. What is the budget? <laughs> Dinkle brains. They've got to launch her and get her married to John Sterling next season, no later. Like, that's got to happen or else things start falling apart. Like, that's gotta, you got to have that. Yeah. And then, so like, that can happen, but that's still not her story because that's kind of like the flashback from her story. So I feel like they're holding on to the, Like, clearly, you can't hold on to Anthony and Kate. You got to go with that. And you, they really needed Anthony and Kate after. Reggie Jean was saying peace and out like they really needed to, like, them to hang on that, that hang on with that so like now you've got their like the anchor couple is Kate and, and they're Anthony. gonna be a big story we're probably gonna see them you know Kate there's gonna pregnant. be babies yeah so I think I think they're feeling like pollen and Benedict are really like the last vestiges of fan favorite characters, characters that the that the audience is invested in. So they might be wanting to hold off a little bit on Benedict in order to kind of like shift things around so Francesca gets a little bit more front and center. Yeah, I think you really got to start shining a spotlight. You got to start pushing Francesca season. up. Mm-hmm. So, well, and again, like the season begins with, you know, the them coming all getting lost. So yeah. and the next one's up is Francesca. So, batter up, baby. Yep, it's your turn, honey. I think it's gonna be fine. Either way, it's gonna be good. Yeah, like you just changes, at some point I you just gotta let them. go and trust. Yeah, the... this is what's so hard about like knowing the source material, like the back of your hand. It's really difficult to like just. You just gotta be like, let it go. Pretty much. Why is Klaus trending? I don't have an answer for you i'm so confused it's like something on legacy see this bullshit show oh, i heard he was gonna show up on legacies like how i don't know but whatever it's fine <laughs> i can't i'm not asking any questions i don't want to know <laughs> pretty much <laughs> don't tell me i don't, don't want to go know. down this road like now i'm in this freaking no i can't do it no 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 love thyself it's like i just like i see stuff like that and then i'm like oh what is going on and and then like what happens on youtube is because then i'll look up the scene and then all i get are prompted videos for legacies all day long don't do that and i'm like you know what youtube you should know me better (laughs) um so what else have you been watching lately what else have i been watching you know that really took the majority of my <laughs> the majority of my time. Uh, I want to I want to issue another another um I finished kind of the, like I finished the Hulu shows. I finished um the dropout. I need to to pimp Our Flag Means Death again. Okay. Hasn't watched it. HBO Max. Go watch it. It's funny and heartwarming and sweet and you might hear people refer to it as the gay pirate show and be like, oh, people are being funny. No, it really is. Just go watch it. You'll like it. I promise. It's so good. It's so much fun. And it needs a season two. I it's can't so- really think of it. Just, I just really binged that hard. 
You're just like, that's what I want. I just we've been watching trash. Um, we've been watching Moon Knight over on Disney. With okay. Oscar Isaac. I think Nick's watching that. He's Oscar Isaac is acting his ass off. Is that he? Man, he is amazing. I'm going to have to check with Nick because I was going to watch that with him, but I don't know if he left me behind because I was watching my he stupid. Probably left me I also it's went really to bed good. at like five o'clock every night this week because I was tired. I think it's only been like three episodes, so okay. it wouldn't so be I too hard to up. catch up. Yeah. No, it's, 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 that's a fun show. And it's I watched really The Martian again. It's like my favorite Matt Damon movie. That's a pretty good movie. Um, and I also, we've been watching, um, the new Halo TV series. Oh yeah, you liked that. And it's so interesting and it's another example of like, there's like canon established this time in, in video games and in books. And like the show is doing something slightly different. So like, even without looking up like how Halo fandom might be reacting, I'm like, I'll be watching the know. show and I'm like, I bet the fans are don't like that. I In a rage. Don't like that. But I don't care because I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's a fun, interesting show and I'm excited. For You're more. down for it? I love it. It's so fun. I was rewatching some One Tree Hill because I love my Lucas and Peyton. I'll get in my Lucas and Peyton zone every once in a while. <laughs> watch them be together. I was doing a lot of Hulu, and Hulu has the worst fast forwarding and rewinding. Oh man, it's like the absolute. This whole app is trash. <laughs> it has my fucking shit that I want to watch, so it's really irritating. Like, I was I looking that. for. I was looking for your one on the show with the religious thing with the church, the famous Hollyweird church. Oh, I want to say that was on. But was that like on on it... Discovery? Oh, okay. I probably don't have that then. That's fine. I think it was on Discovery, but I don't know. It was on one of them goddamn streaming sites. Yeah, I really maybe didn't it was, watch it was, anything. Was it, no, maybe it was on Peacock. I went I think to it bed might have been and, I, on Peacock. and I watched. Um, I think it was Peacock. I watched my usual Dateline for eight hours, and then I watched. I listened to a podcast this week. They're basically like the true crime. Yes, version. I love true crime podcasts. It was the, it's time. basically the true crime variation of you and I's podcast. Yeah. It's two friends that like, except instead of discussing TV shows and movies, they talk about murder, murder. Well, yeah, <laughs> everyone's got their own life choices that they got to make. I, I can respect it. They told me a story I hadn't heard before. So I was like, that's rare. That's interesting. <laughs> I know I'm now ex- they're coming out with all these TV shows, the t- these TV series on Dateline episodes that I've already yes. watched. And you're like, damn it. I saw this already. <laughs> this one, did you see one with the guy that was obsessed with trees and he broke into the house and killed? Nope. And then, like, took the girl and, like, chained her up in his basement. Anyhow, that's the one that on the side. Sounds podcast. super pleasant. It was super unpleasant. And I was more than just a little horrified by the time it was over. It might be too scary for me. Like, I need them to be solved, and I need the person to be in jail. Are they in jail? The gal that he took is fine. Was alive, but, like, nobody else was. Okay, well, that's what you gotta do. Even the dog. Damn. I know. It was was hardcore. I was like, go ahead. Jesus. <laughs> All these right. gals cracked me up because they were well, just like text it to me what's the name of the podcast what's that what's the name of the podcast oh morbid <laughs> that's
That is totally something we would have named. <laughs> we would have named this podcast Morbid if we were talking about murder. I mean, we talked a lot about murder. We oh, do. I watched that Ben Affleck Hulu movie, Deep Water or something. I Deep Horizon. Deep wasn't something. sure if I wanted it's to. It's terrible. It's got the gal that he was dating. Yeah, it's awful. And I was just like, it's, I prefer to think of her really bad. as the plucky young yeah, heroine her, from Knives keep it, Out. Keep it there. She's like this sex pot in this movie. And no, I'm like, I like no. her in Knives Out. I'll think I'll just Yeah, it keep there. it there. It's just a terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. I was just like, I can't believe I'm even watching this. But I don't have anything else to watch, so it's fine. <laughs> What's going on with New Amsterdam? Is that back on yet? Am I supposed to be watching New I Amsterdam? I heard a lot of people like talking about weddings and shit this week so i'm like what is going on what's too? going so on I, I don't know if you know tell me because the tyler dude was mouthing off again too like, i saw that too they're yeah. getting canceled because the shark he's such a dick like i mean <laughs> i don't even know where to start like you know at least the dicks on arrow were like tried to be occasionally subtle about it this guy is just all out there with his mess like, nobody wants to hear of it. No one wants to hear from you, sir. The reason it got you canceled right. is because Sharpwin was like, no, get out of here. <laughs> nothing to do with the crappy storylines of No, the reason telling. it got canceled is you, but nobody wanted to tell you. I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with the fact that all the TV, all the stories other than Sharpwin are terrible. Yeah. Love me. That's why it got canceled. I mean... People. They should just listen to us and just do what we say. I know. Oh, this I is so hard. People listen to us. Like, we're what do you really, want from me? We're really smart about this stuff. We know what we're talking about. Oh, did you see the thing about the CW? Yeah, you did. The CW. With the flash? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, first of all, Joe, Joe's out. Joe's out. My, no response Joe is run, my response is run, Joe, run. And I heard that Candace wasn't, like, sure about signing on for more either. Girl, love yourself. I feel like that, like, she's just been, like, an indentured servant of that freaking place. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't, whatever they're paying you, Candace, it's not enough money. It's not Go worth it. Go somewhere else. Like, I understand it's a predictable paycheck. Girls got bills to pay, but, oh, man. But, like, CW now thinking about canceling Flash and, like, only a, a short... An abbreviated night season. Night season. Yeah. Like, that like, sounds like a really good idea. Do it! Please kill it. <laughs> do it! Please, for the love of God, make it die. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I just don't want it... I don't want it to be alive. I don't want it part I, of I, my I active want... television arena. I just want it to die. I just want to stop hearing about it. So just like kill it. So I never you know, have to you hear want to know what else again. is in danger of getting canceled? Legends of Tomorrow. Really? I think so. I didn't Since understand it. I didn't know that it was still. <laughs> they are actively campaigning to get renewed. Wow. Which ain't great. Because the CW no. renewed about five shows. I think the Arrowverse collapsed without its tentpole. I, I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. What a shocker! Who said that? Who, who said that was going to happen? What Jeez, I, wish I, I wish I could think of the name of the group. Who oh yeah, could've... Felicity fandom. Who could have predicted? Who could have predicted that this was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, some Arrowverse shows are currently in the state of limbo. You lost, oh, Supergirl. You, you know, like. <gasps> Girl, Warner and Paramount are selling. Did I know that? that they're selling the CW? They sold. No, they, they sold. sold. No, oh, no, no, no. I was thinking about Warner. 
Warner Brothers was like bought by Discovery. And so now it's Warner Brothers Discovery. And now they're looking to revamp like the DCEU. Well, like all the movies. Oh, yeah. They're all on. Okay. So the Flash and Superman and Lois got renewed early. But yeah. Batwoman, Stargirl, and DC Legends of Tomorrow have not. Womp womp. I mean, couldn't have anything to do with their not that great of shows anymore. Sorry, Legends. All they really had was these crossovers. Really, pretty much. And Without once you lost Arrow, you didn't have the crossover thing anymore. Well, and I don't understand getting rid of Brandon Rouse. That never made sense to me because he was committed. Yeah. He moved the family to Canada. And he was such him... a sweet little cinnamon roll. They have like this rotating, like rotate actors on legends in and out so quickly. And I'm just kind of like, I don't, it never sat straight with me. I was fine when they got rid of those hawked people. They were stupid, but like, they would rotate these characters in and out, and then you're like, "Well, I have to get used. To, I have to like get used to a new cast, you know." Yeah. And I think when you're starting to lose core characters that you started the show with, it's just it's not we're not going in the right direction. I mean, say what you want to say about Grey's Anatomy, but Ellen Pompeo's still there, you know. So I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Also, I'm like lo- low key annoyed that they didn't bring up bring back Detective Lance for uh, Sarah's wedding. Like, she's literally the only daughter he has left, and he couldn't they couldn't have her sh- him there for the wedding. But didn't he die? Detective Lance? No, wasn't he brought back to life? Wasn't that one of the ones that br- got brought back to life when Oliver fixed the world? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> The only one who didn't get Brock back to life was Coral, which is still Are you, funny. Did he? Still funny. Maybe they yeah. thought he was still dead. I don't know. I don't know. But it, he's not. Someone should let her know. No, I think he's living in Star City Paradise now. I get so confused. Somebody I... tweet us if Lance came back alive. Yeah. I think he did. Oh, if he's dead, then I get it. But I was very confused. <laughs> I'm confused too. I will not be sad about any of those shows getting canceled. I think the time for DC TV is kind of over and they need to like Oh, I totally think it's, it it's done. Yeah. It's, it's like the whole vampire thing. It's like Gossip Girl vampire. Diaries. like the super like. Stick a fork in it. It's yeah, done. it's just done. Like there's phases to stuff in TV. Beat it to death with 12 different TV shows. Now it's time to move on. And can someone just finally at the CW acknowledge that The Flash is a terrible television show? And you just, I understand it probably gets pretty good ratings still, but I don't care. Every time I see some like TV reviewer talk about what garbage and they I'm all like, do they I all feel do so vindicated. I, seen, I have not seen a positive flash review in years like everybody's always like it's a terrible show he's a horrible hero you know and I'm like yes Barry is you. trash everyone's like I'm like I'm like why again why would I watch this all you guys ever say is that Barry is trash and I know he's trash so therefore I'm not going to watch exactly but he'll be the one who gets the happily ever after with oh fuck him I just don't even it's gonna make me so angry they just need to like pull the trigger the on it so I can just, I just you know, so they can feel the <laughs> 
I can feel the rage and just get over it. It just even thinking about it, I feel the rage boiling because he's such a little dick. <laughs> little red condom. Little dick. red condom dick. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? Like their their twins have more sexual chemistry than him and um, Iris. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> That's not okay. It's not, not but anything that's fun. okay about that. There's that's nothing real, okay about that. Not girl. okay. There's nothing okay. There's nothing. But also very on brand for West Ham. Pretty, like I believe it. I feel like facts. Facts. Are, yeah, I like that would be true. I feel like that just that makes sense. The only reason Iris is with Barry is because she felt forced to, based on the universe. Like, yeah. Hello. The universe is telling me we end up together in all these different universes, so I guess I might as well hook up with you. It's inevitable. Okay, that's not actually someone falling in love. That's not actually someone choosing. And then she's had to put up with this little dickwad. No. Run, Iris, run. The only thing that would be great is if, like, Candace wants to leave and (laughs) Grant doesn't, and they decide to (laughs) show running. Now that I would be okay with. Yes. Like, yes. It would be hilarious. Like, yes. Killed her. Like, hilarity would ensue. Hey, yes. I'd actually tune in just to see what they did to Iris. Or, like, she divorces his ass. That would be great. Wouldn't that be so funny? Like, him and Iris are on the outs. That's why she's not. <sighs> It'll never happen, but. I mean. I still think it would be great if it did. They never broke up Elicity. No. Once they got back together and got married, they never got broke up again. And I honestly don't know if Barry and Iris have broken up. Ever. They don't. They, there was they, once. they don't know it how to episode. break up. They, they don't know how to. They lack the emotional maturity. Yep. <laughs> it's just, bad. I don't it's know what bad. their problem is. What is, why? Why would you make these be characters like i don't know like she's smoking hot and you have her with this pencil stick like she's she deserves so much better than him and i'm just like he's she's all woman and he ain't all man like he's just a child he's a child he's a toddler so i actually believe that his twins have more emotional maturity than barry like like that's 100 percent yeah it's not even like I mean, I think the show's storytelling is pretty awful, too. But it's actually who Barry is as a human being I cannot stand. Like, that's a fairly spectacular accomplishment from a TV show. To make me actually hate the main character. The hero. I mean, they Who's, like, literally saving the city every day, and yet I hate him. He is the... Like, how do you screw up a character that bad? He's the worst. He's the worst. All right. All right, well, hopefully next week I'll watch more things and not go to bed at 5 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon and sleep till, like, 9. Yeah. The next day. Maybe try out gold. some Moon Knight if you get a chance. Okay, yeah. I'll try out some Moon Knight. You should watch Vampire Diaries just because you promised. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Have a good Easter. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.